Dude, and more people are doing podcasts. And people are going to be doing podcasts, like, increasingly and each more, year. Exactly. More people would do it, it's too. It's such if a if popular format. <laughs> Anytime you tell people you're working on a podcast, like, oh, They're you like, do a wow, podcast? What, yeah, what are you talking exactly. about? And then that's where I lose them. It's because it's like... Uh, well, we talk. No, I, I don't lose people. I just, I, do, I mean, because I, I don't know what to say. Dude, I think show. actually rabbit hole sessions hel- is helpful. The name itself. Yeah, because it's it's some kind of guidance for you to say, like to explain. So kind of what we I'm talk about. about a lot. I, well, I just say you know we're both um, kind of creative people. My friend, he does music, and I do film, mm-hmm. and so we talk a lot about creative things and different yes. things related to that. And sometimes we kind of just have a tendency to like dive into topics and get so deep and forget where we are, and hence the you know rabbit hole sessions. Dude, okay, good. That's yeah. I like that because that's pretty much what I say too. Sometimes not as as tight knit as that was. That was good, but um, yeah, that sounds. Yeah, and people I think usually kind of like today, the sound of it. Yeah, people like kind of usually like the sound of it. But it's, when of people the ask, name? yeah, but when people ask though, like what we talked about, or like yeah. that guy that just opened the door for us, asked me, so what's like on on deck for today? I was just oh, like, oh yeah, nothing, dude, dude. I don't know. So what are you guys gonna do for an hour? <laughs> dude, that's that's a, so know, funny. Just... I felt weird because he gave me the pity, like, oh yeah, that's awesome though. Still right, oh, like, and I was no. like, oh dude, you, you just don't, don't know. To. Yeah, yeah, you just don't know. I don't need it. <laughs> okay, anyway, hold on. <clears throat> oh, you gotta read that shit. Yeah, we got the we got. Do, the, do you keep these called? beginning bits? Sometimes it depends. I think that's yeah. great. I think that's the good. ones definitely the ones that I post right to the my website. I keep mm-hmm. that shit because that's like that's totally fine. And I'm stopping censoring the ones that I put right to my website. Like I'm just gonna leave the swears in. Oh, you didn't before? Yeah. I thought you just kept them. What do you mean? No, I no. Before them. I just because I just did one version and would give that one to oh, Suffolk yeah, and then yeah, put and that one up as well. But yeah, so for this for the Suffolk ones, I gotta give them the, the one with the disclaimer. I think I took it out of the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Tea's good. All right. Hot. <clears throat> you ready? <clears throat> good evening. You are listening to a Suffolk Free Radio podcast. The views and opinions expressed on Rabbit All Sessions are the views and opinions of the show personalities only and do not reflect those of Suffolk University, Suffolk Free Radio, or those at the Student Leadership and Involvement Office. Adult language may be used, so listener discretion is advised. Ah! <laughs> yeah, it was like a Russian Dracula. Say, yeah, that's what, okay. Yeah, my Dracula was pretty much just a Russian. I was trying to like just slow it down yeah. a bit and add a little more like twang. I don't know, but was that accurate? Could you tell it was Dracula? Clearly, yeah. <laughs> I even got fangs in. Oh yeah. Anyway, this is another episode of the Rabbit Hole Sessions. <laughs> that was so light. Yeah. This is another episode yeah. of the Rabbit Hole Sessions. <laughs> we are back in the stew. It's the OG team. The belts? It's loosened. <laughs> For the OG fans, you know what that means when the belts are getting loosened. That's New fans, you'll find talking out. Talking about that real shit. Yeah, you know, because you got to make space, right? Like after dinner when you got to loosen oh, your yeah. pants. And for dessert, we're hearty and then we're sweet. Like meal, then dessert. Anyway, we're here. Tyler. Emilio. Emilio. Yes, that's right. We, so just us two in the booth. We have no James, and I wanted to play this for James uh, yeah. in his absence. Shout out to you if you know this song. It's probably going to sound like trash. Can I talk to you for a minute? Hey, you know this song? Yeah. You like CB? Okay. Yeah, wait, wait for it. <laughs> I forgot there was this intro. Hey, hey. Ain't no James. Hey, no Jay. Ain't no Jay. Hey, 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 James. Jay. Hey, no James. Anyway, there's no James, as you can tell, because we were quickly off. Quickly, quickly off the rails, but that's how we do it. When it's just a million, now we're getting real rabbity. It's the return of the rabbits. Um, it's Halloween, right? Boo. Boo. 
<laughs> and it's as we remarked earlier, it's spooky season. It is pretty windy out there and dusk, like Gothic London, right? Nice. A lot of lanterns, a lot of witches, mm-hmm. a lot of burning at the stake. Yup, yup, like all that good stuff. <laughs> oh God, dude! Yesterday I saw somebody on the train in their costume, <clears throat> like yeah, on a Wednesday, the thirtieth, and I was like, really? <laughs> like you couldn't wait a day? To wear your costume or to do the party. Also, that needs to stop, by the way. Multiple weekends of um, Halloween parties. I was actually just thinking of something similar. What the hell is that, dude? It's like two bef- two weeks before actual Halloween, people are having it. And I think even like up to one week after. Oh, oh yeah. Four well, weeks? I was just thinking about the party that we went to and how it's like, it was the weekend before Halloween, mm-hmm. you know? And then people are doing it also this weekend. So. And the weekend before the one we went yeah, to Yeah, well. really? That's crazy. That's definitely too it's much. It's got to stop, dude. And it's like, do you have a different costume for every party? James I'm did. sure some people Young do. Young Ash Ketchum. Some people, sure definitely people definitely have different do. ones. Yeah. Dude, that's wild. Think about that time. We've talked about it, I think, before. But just that time that you're investing in these costumes. For one night. It's one night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. But it's Halloween. And it's scary times. How are you doing, Emilio? How is your mental state? <laughs> <laughs> We're just kicking dude, yeah. it today. We literally you have, sound we got scared. Nothing, you dude. sound scared, dude. You, scared. It's scary times. Yeah, dude, just I, like I you, I'm down do you have dumps. something you want to talk no. about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We're I'm just good. chilling it in here. Yeah. What's um? Is there anything on your mental? Anything you need to get off your chest? Anything going on with you? Deep it's interesting. You ask, yeah. yeah. Let's go. What you got? Um. The only things I ever really have to speak about are film-related things. Mm. That's just... I don't know why. And it's funny. I, I almost feel bad about that sometimes. That that's, that, the, that's only the only thing I feel like of. I either consider, care about, or just talk about in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, I really just don't pay attention to much else. Yeah. Because... And it's... But I do have to take a lot of time to make movies. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like you almost can't pay attention to other things, you know? You really are in a rabbit hole, you know, when you're working on stuff like Classic, that. Classic, aptly named. Yeah, but um, I think everything's good. I'm just working on the showcase um, for the documentary. Yeah, um, yeah it's going to be at Northeastern this time. It, how's what? It's all the planning, like everything's done, right? No, no, not yet. Um, I'm just waiting on, like, one last piece, I think, to, to fall in, in line, mm-hmm. um, which hopefully will happen tomorrow. Um, so that's good. No sneak peek for the listeners. Oh, what is it a secret? No, no, oh. it's just um, food. It's just related yeah, to Yeah, hey. Let's go. People <laughs> it's just, need that. Yeah, it was a fight to get food. Yeah. yeah, and to make sure we could have it. So we just have to move um, from one space to another mm-hmm. to, to have the food. And we just have to move from across, basically across the street. Yeah, and short walk, people. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, and walk. I mean, Theo's 92 years old, and he's going to make that walk. So, we're good, we're good. so he'll be fine. And if a 92-year-old man can make it. Young ninety. I think all of us young bucks can. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Other than that, we'll go ahead. Basically, just, no. I was just saying, so basically, just waiting now till the day. Till November thirteenth. Yeah. November thirteenth. I at seven p.m. What is yeah. it? What room? Isec one hundred two. Northeastern University. Open to the public. Yes, food, it definitely is. Yeah. Entertainment. Free, free screening. Free, free food after. Depth. Clarity. Uh, contemplation. Oh, depth of clarity. Maybe. Wow. Could be. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. I was reading, um, I'm reading a new book now. Uh, I just finished Circe, which is one like kind of based off Greek mythology fiction type of shit. Right? Yeah, I saw you pick up the Stoicism book at my place. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I remember you telling me about yeah. it, so I definitely wanted to read the back at least. And yeah. Sometime I'll have to... I think you should. I think a lot of from you. what what you already are mm-hmm. kind of also already aligns with some of the thinking and the practices that are in the book. And can you? I, can I you found that re, as well. Like, rehash. Oh, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't read the whole book. <laughs> yeah, I've. Yeah, yeah. I've. The introduction is very dense alone, um, just because it involves so much uh, pretense and history and. Right. Um, this was I, a factual like person. Like, so we're we're talking about meditations, oh, yeah, which is by Marcus Aurelius, who's uh, who was. Um, one of the greatest like Roman emperors, mm. um, and so he kind of gets credited for founding the school, the philosophy of Stoicism, mm-hmm. and um, so he just. Where were we going with this? Oh, I forgot. I just wanted to know about it, like oh, like rehash what it's about, oh, or man. like general points. Hmm. So there's an example that comes from the book. 
um, that I think kind of says Stoic what it talks about like what Stoicism tries to tell people mm-hmm. and um, I this example it goes like so <laughs> imagine there's a wagon mm-hmm. and there's a dog on a leash tied to the wagon and the wagon is constantly is forever moving forward it can't it's not stopping and so the dog is attached to that leech leash mm-hmm. and is constantly being pulled forward mm-hmm. and so um the example is that the comparison is that the world is the wagon and we humans are the dog attached to that leash mm-hmm. that leash and so the world and this wagon are constantly moving forward and revolving and and going along without our consent to whatever it is that may be happening and us as this dog or human attached to this <laughs> leash this world we um we have we have two choices. We don't exactly have free will, but we have two choices, and mm-hmm. that's you know you can either run alongside or you can be dragged by it. Yeah. You can be you know and it's struggle high. through it. Yeah. So because one of the things Marcus Aurelius, one of the examples he uses is like um, whatever you are, you have to be the best at it. Mm-hmm. Whatever your whatever position or um, life you're granted, mm-hmm. you, you have to be the best at it. Cause like he is fortunate enough to be a King. And so he was the best at being a King. Yeah. But like, if you're a slave, be the best slave that you can be because being the, a bad slave it's isn't going to make your life yeah, easier. Yeah, so worse, be the best slave you can crazy. be, you know? So it's just, and just schools of philosophy or just thoughts of like, just detaching yours. I don't, I don't want to say it's definitely not a detachment from feelings, but it's 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 like a defensive type know, of thought. Yeah. Do you know what like the dictionary definition of stoicism? Is, yeah, no, I haven't looked that up. But it's just like, um, but it, it's it's a defensive system. It's mm-hmm. it's it teaches you how to defend yourself from mainly external forces like such as other people. Yes, pain. Yeah, like like from other external forces such as people, uh, nature, yeah. and stuff like that. Because there's um. I'm just trying to think of something. While you think of that, let me just say, okay. Stoicism is the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings and without complaint. You know, some semblance of patience, forbearance, fortitude, things like that. So wait, so it's a mindset of being numb to suffering or that's what it results in? No, detaching, it's it's like not, not to go numb from suffering, mm-hmm. but to understand that Whatever has happened, like, so you can look at something, um, like, say, for example, your house is, see, it's a lot of metaphors and a lot of, it's, it's, so there's, imagine your house is burning and it's on fire and, and you see that. And so you can obviously look at that. Your perspective might be, your perception might be to, um, you can, as you look at it as like, oh no, like, oh, my house is on fire, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, that's a, that's a tragedy. What a terrible shame. And that's like. That's when your, that's when judgment and feelings come into the mix. But like what part of what stoicism tries to do is like that's like the second level of of thinking. Mm-hmm. Like the first level is just like the report from your five senses. So what are you seeing? Your how uh, how a house is on fire. Right. Okay. I mean, there's in the moment there's probably <coughs> nothing you can do about right. stopping that fire. So I mean, calling it a tragedy is putting a judgment and a feeling to it. So stoicism, mm-hmm. a part of stoicism is stopping that having is is having the will and like the con i don't know what the conscious or just to stop after the report from your five senses or like you say you see something personally Mm. for me is say i'm walking down the street and i'm i'm wondering what that person is thinking about of me Mm -hmm. and they're probably not even thinking about me but that's what i'm wondering and i and i'm so i'm getting self-conscious about those thoughts and just just people passing on the street and so that's that's when my person my personal feelings and judgments and emotions Mm. um mess with just what's like literally what's happening yeah so like the five senses are reporting somebody's walking by me a body is walking by that's me it. that's Don't it put the meaning on it what yes the meaning yeah. what goes beyond that is you know oh somebody's walking mm. by me they're probably thinking about what i'm yeah. wearing or what i'm looking at yeah and like you have to stop those thoughts Got immediately it. nip it right yeah, in the bud cool. yeah, and, so and seems, that's yeah that's that kind of defensive mechanism yeah yeah okay i see that because it seems like it's a focus on wow i'm surprised how much i kind of know yeah dude yeah. let's go like see it seeps in <laughs> good so it's it seems like it's focused on like relinquishing c- 
control of the external events, but only on the internal ones. But that's like, because they control. don't have control. Right. Like, truly, they do not have right. control. You can only have control over how you react to it, not yes. what actually happens. So mm-hmm. it seems like it's like. So what kind of virtues would it would it support? Like wisdom, intelligence. What's righteousness? I, I guess that's all mm. virtues. Uh, that's well. well one no, thing. No, one not. thing I try to. One thing I try to remember about stoicism is. And this I can tie to an example, which we'll we can talk yeah. about. It's just um, there's there's a part of Stoicism that talks about about the discipline of will, and um, that's about understanding what you can and cannot control. Mm-hmm. The only things you can control are obviously your action, the discipline of your actions, and then the discipline of your mind right. and and your thoughts. Um, what you cannot control are those external forces such as other people, nature, right. you know, um, uh, any kind of a world events or like recession, um, a terrorist An attack, asteroid. things. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Those are things, external forces you can't control. Mm-hmm. And so part uh, a huge part of uh, stoicism is is having control of that discipline of, right. uh, of will. And... Is that like um, meditation then? Is that how you would try to achieve that? Or is that... Through like meditation? How, well, I guess because I guess how, what's the... I, I Reminding you know. yourself to stop. Right. Where, so, so stop yeah. the thought pattern that, mm. or the thought pattern. So you have to have a level of self-awareness and like... Yes, an active, I think that's what it is. It's like a proactive conscious decision to be self-aware, right? Like you have to live actively thinking, it seems, or actively conscious rather than passively, you know, which yeah. is definitely, I think, pretty common mm. around just mm. people these days, right? Like passive kind of... That's that goes as far as putting in headphones while you walk somewhere, right? And like not take it in, like you're just going on the path, right? And you got your headphones, you're in another world, or you know, fucking scrolling Instagram, right? Like that type of like passive thinking, whatever. And so I guess it's because I think actually Nav mentioned this. Shout out to Nav for yeah. the last episode. I am trash. Hashtag. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag I am trash. Um, he mentioned when we were talking about the social media thing at some point. Well, how do people become self-aware of like something that they don't know about, right? And I think it's I didn't know I didn't I didn't respond to him in the moment because I just didn't really have an answer. But I think it's it's less about immediately finding an answer or being aware of what the answer is, but mm-hmm. it's an active decision to opening your mind to the answer and that there is something possibly more than what you're initially just thinking or passively taking in, like. Just that there could be something out there, because yeah. I heard there's like I've, a, yeah I've said this before on yeah, the show. yeah there's like a there's like a kind of comparison where I've heard before where it's like once you buy a certain pair of sneakers right or a certain backpack suddenly you see everybody that has the same <laughs> one right yeah. like now you notice whoa he has one she has mm-hmm. one I think you can do the same for like opportunity or even just wonder something like that like you just open up your mind to that idea of okay, there are things out there. Let me like have these ideas or have this idea that those ideas are out there. And mm-hmm. then you'll start seeing them. Yeah, yeah. You'll start seeing things that come by that maybe you missed before that you just weren't paying attention to. And I think it's just that it's a lifestyle choice, honestly. Like it's, it's a mental switch and decision that you're making to, I mean, I think better impact your life. I think that's a better like way to live is through more like conscious type of thinking. <laughs> right, just being like, open to the possibility that there are ideas out there. Exactly, and but, that goes that goes the spreads to things like you know people living in echo, not living in, but echo chambers like political, oh, yeah. social, or anything like that. Just hmm. this idea of, oh uh, yeah, sorry, let's hold on one second. So what you were talking about, whatever you were just talking about, which was, um, you know, if you if your mind is open to seeing things that might be out there mm-hmm. you actually might spot those things yeah and it reminded me of a, a quote that's um in the beginning of a script that i'm working on okay or that's let's done. go plug, plug. yeah when max met lorelei mm. um but it kind of ties into i think a little bit of what you're saying it's from it's a Thanks quote so here we go what you think you become what you feel you attract what you imagine you create mm. and buddha said this so mm. So I, I think that's kind of like what if you're looking for something, you just might find it, you know, about manifesting. Yeah, right? like in a way to, you have to make it up here in yeah. your mind to then materialize it. Yeah. Asking wow. you shall receive type. Shit. Yeah. You know, dude, actually, yeah. that's true because every speak it to existence. Exactly. Yeah. Because you know, literally every great invention or achievement that anybody in humanity or humanity as a collective has ever achieved. 
they had to imagine that first, right? Mm. Like, it didn't exist. Oh. You have to imagine impossible things to be able to bring them into existence. Yeah. And that's crazy. Like, everything we know didn't exist at one point. And someone just kind of, like, came up with it. Or, you know, it developed throughout the ages. And now it's in the modern sense. But mm. someone had to just come up with that thing that didn't exist. And now it, it exists. Is that, like godly like what what is that dude what is that's, that's like creation human, in its human, ultimate form yeah maybe humans wanting to be god <laughs> yeah no i think there's definitely a lot of areas where people express their kind of god complex because i mean you know when you don't know what created you there's definitely questions and probably insecurities that come along with it but i think like ai is kind yeah of i was direction. gonna say yeah i think that's kind of like, i don't want to go in that right no we don't have to yeah. just quick but and then i also think dude, that video we watched at nutv oh my god me up, that was man. crazy yeah that was crazy and people spent time dude he said they did like one month of filming and maybe like eight months in the post like editing trying to animate the robot I don't even, or whatever I, it was well, boss town something dude yeah, I, robots, I don't know dude, I don't even know if I want to shout him out because then some scientists are going to try to make it for real no or some, no, no, some robot no. builder yeah exactly Please, we're going to cut no. this whole segment yeah do it <laughs> but um, um yeah I also had something to tie back to yeah we'll go back we'll go back but yeah definitely I was just saying the other like god complex thing oh. like that way that I think people express it is I think kind of creative work in general like in terms of writing a script like you are or you know even writing yeah. a song to an creating extent creating a world right because yeah. I was I'm writing you know like I'm writing my little story thing and I was just thinking like I almost don't want to share it or don't want to you know, do anything with it until, like, it's you know, worked on a lot more because it is, like, my world. Like, I literally created this shit. Like, I have ruled dominion over this, right? Because yeah. it's, like, even when I make a song, it's still in the real world, right? You know what I mean? Like, the song's in the real world that exists out here in the real world, mm -hmm. but what the thing I'm writing does not. Like, that is just what I'm creating. It's, like, mine. I'm the yeah. god of this universe, right? Yeah. So, it, I, I don't know. It just, like, kind of unlocked me. Like, oh, shit. That's, AI that's and science. It's not the only expression of... I guess this god complex, but I don't know. Is it a complex? But is one's it an insecurity? More, I don't know about. I don't know if detrimental is the right word, but one's more like definitely has, has more, more of an impact. Yeah, yeah, and it could has, be a lot more dangerous. Yeah, dangerous. Yeah, like the AI is. I'm assuming what you're talking about. Like that's yeah. like about robots. No, yeah. just writing. I mean, writing could be as impactful as laws. A robot. What are yeah. laws? Right. It's yeah. Just words written down on paper, pretty yeah. much, and then upheld. What? what you were just saying um that was kind of i had on like, no I, I think there was something i didn't want to say oh you were talking about how you feel like you don't want to share it because mm -hmm. it's just kind of yours and you created it from your mind you yeah. know to paper and i was just thinking because i was talking to um a film professor uh today and a different one um who was giving me some advice yeah and he I was telling him about the, I was telling him kind of the same thing about how like it's based this Max and Lorelai script is kind of as I'm trying to respect what I did as a writer mm -hmm. because I said this off air but like I know I made the decisions for a reason like I spent right. time making those right. those specific actions those specific words you know I I took time as a writer to make those and now going back on it I'm not sure uh, like I'm looking at it now as like a director and a producer mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of characters for a short film there's a lot of um, uh, different scenes exteriors interiors with like night settings and things mm -hmm. like that and so those are all those are tough battles for any film I mean an indie filmmaker of with course. very little resources it's already very hard and but I don't want to change it. I don't want to change it. The, the, the story. story. The I don't. Setup. I don't yeah. want to change it. Which so, you shouldn't. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm not sure it needs to be changed. I think it's. I guess maybe it's this mentality of. You set the bar and you reach it, right? Like you don't lower it. So yeah, that you yeah. Can touch it. You jump up there or climb your way up there. I know, obviously, you know when it's financially based, that's kind of a different story, right? Because it's not necessarily learning how to operate the camera like yourself or whatever, yeah. whatever it is like these tangible, climbable. Um, attributes but I think I think you're right like I think that's the right thoughts is don't change the story I guess try to figure out because we talked about it off air again I think yesterday but the content of the story matters more than yes right like the production value 
right? Obviously, you want to make it yeah, look good. Yeah, but if you can nail both, oh, of course, dude. dude. And you yeah, classic. You, you seriously, it's a masterpiece. I feel like that's what I, it is. I don't want to say it, but I think the documentary does a good job of that. But it's mm. not the story isn't even me though. So it's like right. I almost I can't. Uh, it's okay if I do say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the story is just Theo, mm-hmm. and he does a great. It's just a phenomenal story, and then. I guess the way it's told is good, I think. Um, and for the money that it was made for, mm-hmm. I think it it doesn't look like that. Yeah. I think it looks better. I think it looks I think it looks I think it's a really I mean, I well great, produced yeah, exactly. film. I don't I know think what it's, you spent on it, but I think it looks amazing. I think it's I think it's uh, dude, I think it's great, dude. I actually I don't wanna say it, but I think it is. I kinda of think it, it is. Talk your shit. I don't know. They won't say it till you do. That's funny. that's crazy. I guess wow. Maybe. It's true in a lot of senses. Hmm. Lil Wayne said best rapper alive. Yeah. No calling him that till he said it. <clears throat> sure, Jay-Z, same thing. Yeah. Pac. Yeah, because then they, then they will ask that question. You like, know, are they? The, yeah, yeah, and then they'll start comparing, and then they'll realize, whoa, yeah, look whoa. at these And feats. if you are, you are. Damn. It's you a, gotta we, know it. I think we talked about this one time, like, where samurais or, like, warriors mm. who, like, repeatedly, like fight and test themselves continue like, to try to get better yeah <laughs> and you might die like in You're one of those battles but like <laughs> it actually <clears throat> excuse me yeah it reminds me of a line in like uh, a lyric in a mob deep song um somebody's one of them one of the artists says um I'm st- like still sticking up kids to see if I got it or something like that, and it's like I mean those circumstances are That's wild great. to do, especially children. if you're like a rapper, yeah, like, a grown you know, man, yeah. <laughs> but um, but like samurais and like warriors yeah. who like you know are continuously fighting and battling people for like respect right. and honor and, and you stuff. Have to stay sharp, dude. Yes, you have... and you're constantly putting. And if you, but like that's, but that's also what stoicism is about. Mm. And in that, like you. You accept thing as accept things as they fall. There's a quote I, I can't remember. Alexander Pope I think said it. Okay. Um, it was it's whatever is is right. So whatever's going on in the mm. world is right, and our perception of those Dude. things that are happening is wrong. Because who are we to say it is right or wrong? That's us putting our our uh, like emotions and judgments into those things. Yeah. Because it's not. I mean, like it is how. We can't. We don't understand what's going on on a global, universal nature. Like yeah, we can't understand. Scale, so yeah. obviously, whatever's happening wow. there is right. You Dude. know, because we're you Cause know we're part of it. We, yes. and that's like our also arrogance as like yes, humans that we kind control of go, it and thinking no that we're way. separate from it, thinking no. that we're not part of it, thinking that like when people say nature, they don't think like me. They think trees and like, yeah. jaguars and rocks, huh. right? They don't think. We're part of it. Of course we are. Yeah. We've just found some way to, you know, dominate over and live apart from it. But we are still part of it. Like, you know, like making our houses like a beaver making a dam, right? Like, obviously, Mm -hmm. different stipulations. But the core concept is the same. You said something. Oh, man, that I wanted to just say something about towards the end there before um, houses, whatever the hell we were just talking about. What did you just say at the end there? Um, I was talking about whatever is is right and just how, like, we look at it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. it was actually that line. The whatever it is, it's yeah. Right. That's a powerful thing. It, I try to remember is, stuff it's very like powerful. that. And there's something. And it's so simple. It is. It's no, so it is. It's I, there's a similar example I know from. Uh, let's nerd it up a bit from a manga called One Piece. It's pretty f- famous. You may maybe you know it, but one of the biggest like moments of the story so far was this war arc like that was held at the. There's basically in the world there's navy pir- there's navy versus the pirates right those considered oh, okay. kind of like the good and evil but mm-hmm. the protagonists are the pirates right so nice. it's like so in society they're the bad guys but you are led to believe that they're good right mm-hmm. but and so there's this huge ass war between like the strongest like navy stronghold and one of the strongest like pirate crews and people right and during the war one of the guys who's like the chaotic you know neutral or chaotic evil uh, if you're talking Dungeons and Dragons character alignment it just says there he's like well justice will prevail at the end of the battle of course because whoever wins becomes justice right (laughs) so it's like whatever is is what's right so it's like what what are what are usually what usually dictates that is it power is it like what usually dictates what is Right, like we know what is is what's right. So what usually in well, that's, I don't know, nature? I think it's stoicism. It would be universal powers. Not it's not because I think when you say power, you're thinking of human power. Yeah, that's what I was. We're just talking saying. about universal power. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're that's talking about totally a grander scale. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yeah, that we don't comprehend. Yeah, dude, that's and it's funny because that core concept 
is wild. No. <laughs> no. I mean, it is wild, yeah. but I mean, just in terms of a quote-unquote faith or belief in yeah. like what the well, higher it's, structure is. It's, it's really a lifestyle, too, though. It is. Yeah. No, it is. Philosophy is a lifestyle. And that's why it's crazy, because it's so similar to religion at its core, like, in terms of what that's God is. And yet there's so many, like, artificial divides made when it's, like, the core <laughs> of what you're trying to yeah. ascribe meaning to is the same. God. Yeah. It, literally, too. <laughs> crazy like just because it's written in two different books like all of a yeah. sudden it's we got a war you know forever right but it's wow. that core concept of there is a higher creation order being whatever your iteration of it that we have to relinquish control over mm-hmm. things that we can't control and accept it exactly do i can't remember what the famous quote is but it's like give me the power to um like control power. what i can yeah and I, like have the wisdom to know what I can't, right? Or something wow. like that. Like basically be able to know, okay, I can't control that, so I can't worry about it, but I can control this. So mm-hmm. let me put my effort into it and let yeah. me take the reins. So it's just crazy like that, that such a divide and has formed in those, you know, like a lot of religious campaigns would kill off the philosophers, the teachers, the educators, right? Like throughout history because those are the people that would think these things. But really the core is so similar. And so it's just a shame, you know, that it becomes like an oppressive spin or like a tyrannical yeah. spin on it. And I don't know, is that what we're just meant to do? Like, is that wow. what, I mean, that's crazy. Cause where did those, the Roman Catholics, right? Like, you know what I mean? Where did they get the idea? Is that what they were just, is that innate? What? To spread what our ideology and separate ourselves that would make from sense. people? I think that actually, that would make sense. Especially if you don't yeah. know the rest of the world. But you know there are likely to be people out there. Dude, that's what it is. It's ignorance, man. Because you don't take the time to understand that the core is the same. You yeah. exactly. You don't take the time to like intermingle, like mix cultures. Choose like, to adapt and right, take talk pieces to their from. Thing. Exactly. No, it has to be yours. Exactly. Because you because you don't realize dude, that. Oh my that's god. That's why we still don't do it. Exactly. Dude, it's just humans at the basic Oh my god, elemental level of who we are. That's why we're going to destroy ourselves at some point. Yep. It's like there, it's not going to be something external. It's oh, got yeah, it's going to be I us. think it's got to be I us. I think it's going to be us. I, yeah. I think so too because even if something like a like a solar flare or like an ice age, you know, there were people that existed during the ice age, right? I don't and know. And people no no, there were. There oh were. yeah, yeah. And then people kept living. Like we still live. You know what I mean? Like obviously <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the it changed like it evolved over a bunch of time, but I think there are ways that yeah, sure, we have an effect on the environment, but I also think there are ways that we could mitigate it better than the people that survived the Ice Age, right? Like, you know what I mean? But, so I'm with you. I think it's we kill ourselves. I think yeah. it's we do something that, dude, probably nuclear war, right? Like, probably AI, something like yeah. along those lines, along those. And it's crazy because those are considered some of, like, the frontier inventions of mankind. Like, yeah, ever, that's... Are these, oh, wow. are these humanity-ending yeah, inventions. Yeah, those are groundbreaking, yeah. It's, wow, like... Life, yeah. And it's praised for the ultimate, like, power and potential that it has. But it's not acknowledged as, uh, this is the thing that could kill us. And we're the only species that does that. Creates the thing that kills us. Dogs didn't make things that kill them. Yeah. Ants didn't make us to step on them. We're the only... And what? Are we just bored? Like, are we tired of being yeah. at the top of the chain or the food web, whatever it is? Yeah, we want to go lower. Take, <laughs> Take us down a bay. Is that like some submissive shit? Like, is that what we're, we're in the BDSM as a species? But it's interesting, though, that... I mean... Yeah, those are... Some people are. The smartest people and the most money is allotted to research in, yeah, in AI Military, or dude, things or like weapons. that. But what about... And that's those are future like forward thinking things yeah. that could potentially harm us. Yeah. But what about like now and the relative future of like mental health and like things of like Fact. what about the st- studying um, marijuana Fact. or like studying um, gun violence and like and and how guns and um, mental, mental issues. Health. Yeah, exactly. You know, how they correlate. Exactly. Yeah. Dude. So I mean, like. Researching things, is, is things that money is needed now. in those fields, and dude, money crazy. is always taken from those fields. And that's okay. So then that's a because normally I'm a praiser of you know forward thinking or yeah. ingenuity or being creative or like frontier conquering whatever. But that's an instance of we're living in the future drastically detriments the present. Yes. All these people that put yes. their thought into AI, which like you said, isn't perfect yet. It's for it to be perfect later. That they're working this hard, as opposed to 
Bro, we could install enough solar panels to power half the country. <laughs> I'm sure we could. Dude. Yeah. We could we could research mental health and gun violence. Like, do that that can happen. Mm-hmm. But there's just a choice not to. Yes. What is it? Is that an obsession with progression? Dude, that's the name of the, the That's the so podcast. funny. I just wrote obsession. AI or mental health AI. as the potential name of the show. AI <laughs> AI that's good, health. dude. That's yeah. good. I like it because I mean it's true. That'll get some. That'll grab people. AI yeah. or mental health. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, what does that yeah, mean? What are you yeah, what are you guys? About? Why is it just those two choices? <laughs> those it. That's yeah. <laughs> but dude, that is just. It's crazy to realize what the priorities of the world are, and it, I mean, obviously, there's the more lucrative aspect. I'm sure that goes into yeah. it, like the economic factor. But there's got to be something else too that spurs people to believe that I need to focus on how to impact the future rather than the present, right? But I don't know what that is. What thought is that? Is that for legacy? I don't know because there are a lot of different people in the world who like, so there are a lot of people who are working on AI, but there's also a lot of people who are probably trying or doing research about mental health and marijuana or mental health and gun violence and Mm -hmm. things like that. But there's some other level, maybe, who's where the money thing is like, or, or like, or where the who, who greenlights, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. that that kind of research. Yeah. Because obviously it takes money to to do both of those things. It probably takes more money to do AI research. I, I would yeah. I would bet yeah. it does. But for some reason there are people who think that that makes more sense to be spending that time it pays and money off on later. Yeah. Yeah, and people don't think that way about you know and i just dude i just don't it just doesn't seem worth it to me like (laughs) everything that it could give us and doesn't go to the extent where it could then kill us like you know what i mean like all the benefits that it can provide yeah and then the ultimate negative right like if we we stop if we stop right before the it turns around to kill us even that maximum benefit before i feel like doesn't dude and it doesn't and it'll still fall over yeah like it's gonna fail also at some points it's because literally no technology we have is perfect yeah we couldn't set up two mics for this recording dude (laughs) like technology fails sometimes so i don't know if it's worth i don't know because i don't know because what's what would nanobots be would that be ai like if you had small like microscopic robots kind of injected into you that might repair damage or be better disease repellent things like that right so would that be ai i guess it's robots yeah it's gonna be to some degree yeah because i would kind of want that as opposed to a separate which i think we talked about on one of the previous episodes but as opposed to a separate ai entity i'd rather have but i don't want to be connected to a network with the robots, right? Like, I want them to I get injected with nanobots. Only I can, like, access it. Maybe my doctor, maybe, right? But yeah, it's like, dude. But even it's something then, that's you don't just even me. know if that's true. Exactly. Though. So it's something like that. In the ideal world, it's something that's just me. Only I've got, like, okay. the, the access to, right? And I would prefer kind of, like, getting cyborg-esque <laughs> rather than have another entity be the AI, right? Because mm. why do we... All we have is our intelligence over any other species, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Like, that's yeah, the only like thing. We, we're not the fastest. We're you know, not we the strongest. can't stay underwater the longest. We can't. You know, we, can't we can yeah. survive in actually very minimal environments as, like, mammalian human species. Like, we can barely... We can't take No. Shit. It's funny because the human body is actually, like, decently strong, but compared to everything else in nature, it's, it's weak as Yeah. It's weak, dude. It is near the bottom. So intelligence is... Look how key it was. So it's like, I actually can't blame people for then investing so hard into that realm. think so? Well, because it's like, that's literally all we got that keeps us above everything. Yeah, but then why would you create something that's potentially better than you? I agree. When it's the only thing you have. That's where I guess there's something clouding it. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe it's that God complex thing we talked about. Maybe it's that legacy type of thing. Maybe it's the... Yeah, but God always has power. Are we falsely Ooh, so are we telling ourselves we always have power? Ooh. Because we I think don't. So. I no, don't I think people think definitely... they can control it. I think there's a, an extent of people that don't think it'll get that bad. But I just, I don't have that much faith. Maybe that's because I've seen movies where it happens. Or maybe yeah. it's just because, like I said, technology fails us all the time. And I don't think it'll ever be perfect. I don't think anything will ever be perfect. I think perfect is the enemy of good and is the enemy of great. Because if you're always striving for perfect, anything below that, which is very wholly substantial you'll consider a failure Hmm. when 
it's like people that say like a B is people get a B yeah, grading yeah, class yeah. is like oh my god I got it. It's like yeah. yo a B is a good grade. Like good. no, yeah. it's not perfect, but most things in life are not yeah. right. I mean, the grading system in general is funny that knowing 50% means you fail. Like, I feel like that's a lot. Like, how much in life do you really know 50% about? Right? Like, that <laughs> should be funny. passing. Anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. But um, what was that just related to? Mm. I don't know. I, there was one Let's thing that yeah. we wrote, or that I wrote. Yeah, what was it? On the notepad was uh, that was dealing with stoicism again. Let's go. Uh, I like this theme. I'm dude. trying to think of I can't remember exactly what it was that we were talking about, but it it was related something about external forces and um, understand like how not how to control those external forces, but mm-hmm. how to have control over yourself right. uh, in regards to those external forces. And um, like there's a quote that I try to remember. Um, it's just something similar. It's not exactly quoted, but it's something Marcus Aurelius said about, um, you know, don't let external forces stop you from being a righteous man or woman mm. or a, a virtuous man or woman. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't um, because. Can you and, say and, that again? Can you say that one more time? Don't yeah. let what? Like, don't let external forces stop you from being a righteous man or woman or, or yeah. virtuous being, person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because. Um, like and and the example mm-hmm. I think of is like holding the door open for people and they don't say anything yeah. and like I yeah. naturally say you're welcome for right, or like exactly. if they for somebody who doesn't you. say anything yeah. but I'm not gonna stop holding a door because, because people yeah and so it's like and that's that or like don't that's a good example yeah that's a good yeah example. so don't yeah, stop yeah, being yeah. like a good person because other people either mm-hmm. aren't respecting it or they're not being good people because those are their choices that's their exactly. those are their thoughts those are their actions you have no responsibility or control of those things so so yeah. you can only control your thought and your actions so the value to right the value lies not in the response or the like the result yeah. but in the action itself exactly yeah dude that's okay cuz so the same thing with creativity too right there's and us yeah there's the three process. like major schools of thought in philosophy mm. that is um like for judging the value of an action right like what's oh, right yeah. and what's wrong there's consequentialism slash utilitarianism okay. there's uh, kantian ethics and there is um virtue ethics right so consequentialism, as you might be able to tell from the name, is based on the consequences of the action. Okay. So the most morally correct thing is whatever resulted in the best consequences, right? Mm. So it's a method of judging based rightness post. Well, no, not oh. even. But it's based about judging rightness of an action or wrongness based on after it's happened, right? So it's oh. post action. Right? Oh, okay. So then we have Kantian ethics, which is more pre action pre the actual judgment of or sorry pre the actual action you judge it before because it's more based on like rules or a established standard that was already set up and then it's like if you acted and it goes against those pre-established standards then it's wrong right so that's consequentialism is post Kantian ethics is pre then you have what's virtue ethics which is the most vague one of all which is has to do with intrinsic value of a person or the actions that they're taking, which is the right thing to do is what a virtuous person would do. Like, that's basically the definition of yeah. it. Right? So it's like, well, what the hell does that mean? Right? But yeah. what you just said, I think, feeds into that, where it's, you know, I'm not going to stop holding the door because of consequentialism, which is like, it made me upset. Oh, yeah. Like, so it had the least, could possibly the least consequences because it made me upset that nobody, like, you know, acknowledged blah, 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 blah. Or it's, you know, you don't judge it by the pre, by your action was right because of this rule or whatever. It's more like the value of, a value of habits, honestly, is, is like immense. Like the ha- positive habits and constantly practicing them is the key to like being a good person, is the key to like feeling good about yourself and like uh, the world around you because you have to build habits, right? Like lifestyle changes are not instant. Yeah. It's a slow process that... You have to, again, we talk about being consciously aware, self-aware, back to some stoicism again. You have to be consciously trying to do these things every step. And it's like you might you might look back and not realize, or no, sorry, you will look back and realize after a lot of times, whoa, look how much like has changed or what the progress was. But each moment is going to feel like this is the moment, this is a moment, this is a moment, this is a moment. But there's some level of foresight, right, that you need to have or, like, yeah. that I think is good to have that in life in general will help facilitate just how you think about things, right? Like, how you 
we mentioned when someone walks by and they look at you, like just how you view that interaction, how you like don't let it attack you, how you don't build these yeah. worries in your brain, right? Mm-hmm. These just anxieties, Stop, yeah, pretty much, stopping right? these type of thoughts. And yeah. so is that anxiety? Is that a version of anxiety, like building up the paranoid or possibly negative consequences of an action that you really don't have any control over and there's no plausibility for either way? That sounds like paranoia, right? Paranoia, yeah. yeah. Because I, I don't know, because I, th- I think when people say anxiety, there's a difference between that and being anxious, right? Like, I think everybody gets anxious. I think that's yeah. kind of just a natural human thing, right? It's defense mechanism, fight or flight type of shit, like anything like that, right? Biological. But I guess when you talk anxiety, because I don't know, I don't know if like, I've definitely never been diagnosed for any of, you know, anxiety or depression or anything like that. And I don't really think I've ever felt that consistently i've definitely had times in my life where there may have been stretches of like sadness right and that was maybe after a just bad event right like obviously right uh but i don't think it was i don't think there's ever been consistent nagging like negative thoughts or um consistent nagging dark clouds or that the day is gonna be bad the moment i wake up right which i guess that's more depression than anxiety, I suppose. Uh, right? Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I just, I don't even know where I'm going with this. But I guess to kind of say, I think there's an aspect of, there's all of that in all of us. There's a little bit of being anxious in all of us. There's a little <laughs> bit of being depressed in all of us. That yeah. will happen. But doesn't necessarily mean it's a, you know, prolonged affliction, right? It won't last forever. Tomorrow's a new day. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I can't speak to people who are, quote unquote, diagnosed. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't even know what that means, right? Like, is there a physical chemical imbalance? I really don't know. I think so, because that's, when they give you pills, it's for oh, those chemical it's the imbalances. That, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got down here. Did you write, you wrote something else up? else down do we need to yeah get back to it? i mean before we got into stoicism you started yeah. talking about a book you were reading oh that's right well okay we can we can choose two ways to go with this because i wanted to either ask what type of books you read and what type of oh. stories are most impactful for you or Whoa. right exactly or we uh, could talk about um emojis and what that means for communication in people among people which way do you want to go what? which way do you want to go which way do you want to go? <laughs> Not the emojis way. Not the emojis way? Yeah. You don't want to go that way. You think I would? I mean, I don't know. I'm I mean, it. I'm sure it's interesting. I'm going to ask it. I'm going to ask it anyway. We're going to go emojis. That's fine. Although, just because the original <clears throat> thing I was reading, because I'm reading a new book called Letters from Astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson. Big fan. Big fan of good old Neil, right? And, you know, the prologue or preface of it was talking about not like letters as a lost art, right? But what, like writing a letter feels like as opposed to you know shorter on the face less substantial ways of communicating like lol or thumbs up emoji right instead of that and so there was kind of like a question and then I also had a question to myself of is that an indication of a progression of our mode of like ways of communicating or a like regression because we're kind of getting more across in a small yeah, amount of time. Like a thumbs say. up is getting more across than if I try to explain the feeling of a thumbs up, maybe. I feel like... But there's also like... Yeah. On the other hand, but we're getting less prolific with explaining what we mean <laughs> also, right? Like express, expressively mm. or physically, right? Mm. So what is... you know? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. This go ahead. Is, okay, so I think, I think that... Not the, the purpose of our being as humans, but like... It seems like we've made it our purpose as human being. Part of our purpose as human beings is to make life easier mm. for human beings in whatever sense that means, yeah. whether it be communication, uh, transportation, farming, yeah, yeah anything. Food, yeah. yeah. And I, it seems, and, and so, and then I was having the thought of like, you know, of Shakespeare and like um, those who were one in like 19th century and 20th century uh, writers from, from Britain and who were just like these, elo- and like, I don't know who wrote uh, like, oh, that's, that's not a good example, but like Huck, Huckleberry Finn, that's not a good example. Tom but, Sawyer. Yeah, it's, that's, <laughs> that's definitely not a good example. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> Wait, just Tom Sawyer. I don't know who wrote that. No, Tom Sawyer's know. another character, right? Oh, did you thought like you were saying Tom Sawyer as a writer? The, I was the author. No. 
<laughs> oh god. No, I just yeah, meant like it seemed like there was a t- there was a time when well language was, you know, something that was cared for and mm-hmm. like an eloquence, you know, attached to it and and a and a prestigiousness, yeah. or, you know, that was I think to, to a it. detriment as well though sometimes because I think mm. there was a okay. like a element of elitism I think to it. Yes, that the, that's what I was trying to get yeah, to. Yeah. And that kind of I think that's too exclusionary. Yeah. Because it just, it people, there's because just a level of people that can't access that. Like, yeah. can't understand. Yeah. Who, like, there's some people that write very highly metaphoric, right? And, like, very poetic in their writing where you can't really grasp it off first read. Yeah. Where it's like, if someone is barely literate, they're not going to be able to grab that off first read. Which, I mean, most societies, that is the case. Yeah. Most people aren't literate, right? And most people can't absorb the language or the message that way. So, what, sorry. I, right, well, right. I was, what I was, the next... Uh, thought that I had had was that um, we st- as a race or as humans yeah. we started off like if you just think of the image of us starting out as monkeys and then slowly our backs are straightening or just like we started off simple learning fire and learning how to communicate and and then we got very complex and say like there's the times where we learned such the far stretches of our language and coming up with different words yeah. and learning to use these words and it, there's that elitism attached to it um, so there's this complexity that maybe we've reached and then now we're trying to make our lives easier again to where there's that extreme point in some movie that you guys had mentioned where people are just running around or not even running they're just sitting in chairs and they're transported that way it was a cartoon Wally Wally yeah, yeah, yeah and people yeah. are transported by by their so chairs so so in a way we're around. using our complexity to, to make, make it our, simple to, to make it simple so we're the trajectory is like starting low going high then start then going low again right and then the collapse of it's human. like a, I think in biology they call it a negative feedback loop like where it's like basically oh. an infinity like it goes up and comes back around and yeah. back up and back down yeah I think we gotta run out of here I that's funny that I was gonna say yeah. should we end on that note I think we yeah should, I was yeah. just gonna I say yeah on that negative well. on that negative yeah <laughs> oh negative feedback loop. well I mean negative feedback loop is funny because it's actually a positive thing oh, and there it? is such a thing as a positive feedback loop but that's bad because that means it doesn't actually reach equilibrium. It just goes to one extreme and kind of stays oh. there. Negative feedback loop. I mean, I don't really understand the naming. Wow. So is the equilibrium. It equi- goes to one equi- extreme and comes back. Is the base slash the equilibrium where we started as humans? Whoa. Like, or did we start <laughs> in ex- Dude, shit. Yeah, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. All right. This has been another episode of the Rabbit Hole Sessions. I hope you enjoyed this really chilling and indulgent yeah, one. Dude. I think this is After the last wild one. one. Yeah. This, yeah. After the last one was just ridiculous. Thanks for bearing with us through that. And uh, we appreciate it. From Tyler, from Emilio. Yes. Gang, gang. Oh, November 13th. Yeah, ISEC. showcase. Showcase, A week and course. a half away from now. That's right. That's right. This will definitely be out before that. So yeah. show up. People tell your yep, friends. November 13th, 7 p.m. at uh, ISEC 102, which is on Northeastern's campus. The Interdisciplinary Science. Yup. Something. And engineering complex. Let's go. It's a whole complex. That's how big of a deal it is. Yeah. All right. And you get food. And True. you get great story, depth, intellect, all that. Yeah, it's a good, good conversation. Time. Leo's great. Leo, I just said. Theo. Theo is great. Young Theo. <laughs> Young Theo. All right, we got to get out of here. This has been Rabbit Hole Sessions. Thank you again. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.